Welcome to the Honest Art Podcast. I'm your host, Jody King. As an artist for 20 years, instructor, speaker, author, and fellow rebel, I've worked with thousands of people around the world, from beginners to established artists, helping them create their strongest art and build a career doing what they love. So if you are ready to have a little fun while you learn about art, creativity, building a thriving art business, and living a bold, audacious life, you are in the right place. Also, if you're considering going pro in your art business, grab the PDF in the show notes on the five things they don't teach you in art school. All right, let's get messy. Welcome back to the Honest Art Podcast. I'm Jody King, and today we're going to talk about how we should screw the work-life balance and do this instead. <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm talking about. So the thing is, is it doesn't matter who you are or what kind of work history that you've done, whether you've been a working artist or you have a steady career doing something else, we all tend to want that thing called work-life balance. And particularly artists, artists struggle with this because um, at first, not only do we need to do the marketing and the administrative things, we also need to create the actual art. And, and we're not talking about cranking things out like ball bearings or widgets or something like that. We're attempting to create powerful or beautiful or peaceful art. We are attempting to birth things into the world that have never been here before. And to do that, we require things that other professions may not, like white space, like daydreaming, like nature, like music. So this balance thing can be especially tricky for artists. In today's episode, I'm going to suggest that there's no such thing as balance. We're chasing something that isn't even attainable. So before you think, so why bother, Jody? Just stick with me on this. I'm going to walk you through how I see artists, including myself, achieve something even better than balance. What we're looking to achieve is alignment. Alignment leads to us making our best work, and having more successful long-term businesses without burning out. Let's get into it. First, let me tell you why I've struggled with this word balance. It's because if we think of balance, we think of it meaning that we have to have equal parts of things. As an example, it's like when you think of a scale, you know, those balancing scales where you have two plates on either side. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to have equal weight on each side. That to me is a vision of balance. Another vision of balance is um, a seesaw. So when I was a kid, uh, my brother and I would be on the playground and we would get on a seesaw. Um, now I would usually get on first, uh, but I'm, you know, right now I'm five, four. He is a full foot taller than I am, and it's always been that way. He's 6'4". So when I was on a seesaw and he would get on the other end, it would practically catapult me uh, off of the seesaw. So that is a level of balance that is never, ever going to be achievable. Um, 
Another idea of balance is, you know, I'm Cajun and I love to cook. Um, I love to eat even more. So when I'm thinking about spices, not all spices are the same. Like a little bit of salt is not the same as a little bit of cayenne pepper. They are just not going to be equal. Also, you know, I love Mexican food. And if you think about salsa, and let's say you have a little container of salsa, maybe it's just like a third of a cup of salsa. You can have a third of a cup of mild salsa and then a third of a cup of habanero salsa. And both of those suckers are going to pack a really different punch. That habanero is not even going to be anywhere near balanced compared to that mild salsa. But what we're talking about for our businesses is we're more talking about time balance, right? And when we are talking about time balance, um, we're really thinking of it as a, like, if I've got, you know, eight hours in the day, how am I going to balance that? But the reason we, like, I, I go back to this, why balance is not the word that we should be using is because let's assume that we are looking for balance and we're using time as that measurement. That would assume that if I work eight hours um, in a day that I get to play eight hours in the day. Now play can look differently for everybody, but generally if I take eight hours to play, that means other things are going to be sacrificed. That could be even my liver <laughs> sacrificing if I'm going to like go out and play with friends and stuff. And so using time as a measure of balance just doesn't work. But the truth is we do need to give a lot of time to different things in our business. So um, there are, you know, when we're looking at time, there's time where it's like, I want to, in terms of time, I want to create and I want to paint more than I want to do those administrative tasks, like updating my website or uh, creating an email or organizing inventory. But the truth is that there are some days and even some seasons where the business side of what I'm doing is going to demand more of my time. So what I have to do is I have to think about, okay, what is it that I can do to keep me in alignment? How do I get all of these business things done as well as feel in alignment with who I am, um, not, just, not just creatively, but in every sense of the word? So in order to do that, what I have to do is I have to decide what are the things that for me keep me in alignment. And I would like to suggest that as artists, you think about what are the things that you need to keep you in alignment, because this is going to look different for absolutely everybody. And as an example of this, you know, one artist is not the same as another artist. So for me, I might be able to say, okay, I'm going to do my business stuff Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I'm going to take Friday and Mondays to be my creative time. And that could even spill over into the weekend. But for you, you may have a, a full-time job. You may have young kids at home and that may not be practical for you. So the time that you need uh, for you to have your creativity is going to look different. 
I also uh, worked with an artist once who he he had a business that was a very success, successful business, but for him, for his spirit, for his soul, he needed to create. He needed to paint as well. And so what he did is he designated two months out of the year he, in January and July, he, you know, made it happen to where he took one month in January and one month in July. And for that entire month, he created most of the art that he would sell throughout the year. And I'm telling you this because what he needs for alignment, what I need for alignment, and what you need for alignment can all be different things, but we first have to identify what are those things that we need for alignment. So let me share with you what I have decided I need for alignment. So for me, the first thing is I need a spiritual practice. Next, I need meaningful connection to others. Number three is I need time in nature. I need movement. I need joy. And by joy, I'm talking about like that four-year-old kind of joy. You know, that joy that leaves you in awe or it leaves you, you know, with belly laughs, you know, just like wine squirting out of your nose. I need that kind of joy. I also need rest. Hello, we all need rest. If I don't have enough rest, I am totally out of alignment. And then I need, you guessed it, I need art. I need to be able to express myself creatively. And sometimes it looks different in different seasons. Sometimes it's more writing. Sometimes it's more painting. But regardless, I need to be able to express myself creatively. And then number eight, we cannot forget this. I need to be in alignment. I need to be able to pay my damn bills because I have to have food. I have to have shelter, right? So we can't forget that. These are the eight things that I need to stay in alignment. But these things are not measured equally in terms of time, okay? So as an example of this, so... In the mornings, I make it a priority to, to practice spiritually, to practice meditation and prayer and whatever else I might need. Maybe it's reading. But that time, I, it's a minimum of 20 minutes and it is non-negotiable. So those 20 minutes of a spiritual practice, if we're trying to think of this as time, which we have a, tend to do, a tendency to do... Um, those that 20 minutes of a spiritual practice that yields multitudes for me to stay in alignment. But if we did it like in time, that would mean that, oh, well, then now I need to spend, you know, 20 minutes painting. So see what I mean? There's no such thing as balance. That does not equal any sort of balance. But if I miss those 20 minutes, I can totally feel completely out of alignment. So what is it that we need to do to stay in alignment? Once you decide for yourself what your items are, then like I said, think about what is it we need to do to stay in alignment? Here is what I've identified for me 
and working with so many artists. I think I've told you guys before, I'm so grateful to work with artists all over the world. Specifically, we talk about this a lot in my program called Studio Elite because it's so personal and I get to work with these artists one-on-one. And we do struggle with staying in alignment with ourselves because the people that are in art, uh, the artists that are in Studio Elite, they're wanting to this to be their whole ass business. Like this is what they are wanting as, you know, their career. So we have to talk about these things. We have to talk about how to stay in alignment. So here's my suggestions. Number one, pencil in your priorities. And when I say pencil in your priority, what I mean is, you know, you can put it in a digital calendar, obviously, but we want to pencil it in because until it becomes a habit, we need to have it as a reminder. And just like if you see a friend in passing that you haven't seen in a while, but you really want to get together with them and you say, hey, we should get together sometime. If you don't put it on the calendar, it is really unlikely that you will get together. So in the same way, that's what we want to do is we want to pencil in our our priorities. Now, like I said, until you're able to hire help for people to support you, penciling in your priorities also means deciding which of those priorities are going to move the needle the most for you. So you could get to like a Monday morning as an artist and you think, okay, my gosh, I have to, uh, I have to schedule in social media. I have to, um, certainly I have to paint. I need to reach out to an uh, interior designer. I'm thinking about um, reaching out to a gallery. I'm thinking about, you know, updating my inventory management. There's so many things that we can do, right? So my suggestion is to pencil in that priority that is going to move the needle the most and do that first. You may have heard it described as eating the frog, which is the strangest term ever, but the reason it's called eating the frog is because we tend to have a, um, a reluctancy to do the thing that's going to move the needle first, because it's usually the thing that we have like kind of no idea how to do or something that we've never done before. So we tend to put that off. But if you can identify what that priority is and just like first thing, eat the frog first each day, do one thing that is going to move that needle. So prioritize it and pencil it in. The second thing is consider how much time each of these priorities is going to take. So remember, when I'm talking about penciling things in, I'm talking about penciling in a spiritual practice. I'm talking about penciling in, you know, um, a movement of your body. Um, there's all kinds of things. Um, I even would say pencil in time with friends because joy is so important, right? Pencil that stuff in. And uh, just a little side note, I'm going to suggest you add even more time to each task than you think it's going to take. I'll speak for myself and the thousands of other artists who uh, have ADD or are blessed with having ADD. I think it's an advantage personally, but what tends to happen is that 
those of us who um, are are little have you know our brains work differently. Our brains work really, really quickly. So that attention um, deficit, or maybe it's it's hyper focusing. Our brains tend to think that it's going to take us a much shorter amount of time than it's going to take. And if you uh, you ask any member of my team, they will agree. I struggle with this. I'm usually 10 minutes late to things and I hate being late to anything. Or I tend to think something is going to take me a lot less time than it's actually going to take. So um, when you are considering how much uh, time it's going to take, add a little extra time. Okay, so we have talked about penciling in your priorities, and we've talked about um, considering how much time those priorities are going to take, and now we're going to talk about the third thing, which so many of us struggle with, and that is let go of perfectionism, okay? Super important. It is more important to just start than it is to get it perfect, Um you may have heard me talk about uh, when I first started my YouTube channel, I had a ring light. Uh, I knew I wanted to be able to reach more artists out there. And so I thought, well, YouTube seems like a good idea. Did not know how to do it. So I just took my iPad and I duct taped it to my ring light. I got a little microphone, a clip-on lapel microphone from Best Buy, and off I went. Was it janky? Yes. But have I reached thousands and thousands of artists with the content? Also, yes. So my suggestion to you is just to start, okay? Do not lean into the whole perfectionist thing. You want to focus on what you can get done, right? Regardless of if it's, you know, not your best work. All of us have started somewhere except like this podcast is a perfect example. Had no idea what I was doing. But look, here we are. This is the last episode of the first season. I could not be more proud of uh, myself, my team, all of the things that it took to do it. But it never would have happened if we were focusing on perfectionism. Instead, you just have to start. The fourth thing that I want to suggest to stay in alignment, right, with who you are and what you want to do and what you want to accomplish is to create create systems that help you with your time management. As an example, uh, like I was just talking with the Artists in Studio Elite last week about emails, about how important it is to create an email list and what you need to do, what those emails need to be about, the frequency of them, the consistency of them, et cetera. And uh, we brainstormed on all the different things that the artists could do. And it was actually quite fun and really exciting to do it. But one of the things we talked about is batching that content, doing it ahead of time, and then scheduling it, right? Creating automation that's not hard to do. If I can do it, truly anybody can do it. Um, You can do the same thing with social media. You can uh, create different posts and you can batch them weeks, um, days, weeks, even months at a time. So creating systems within what you're doing can really help you save time, and therefore keep you in alignment to do all the other things that you're interested in doing. Okay, the fifth thing is just like we are penciling in the time that it takes us to do different things, 
we should also be scheduling in our downtime because it takes so much white space for us as artists to create. Now, maybe other professions out there need as much downtime as as we do. I'm going to say probably not. <laughs> But because artists need, like I said, we need that time in nature. We need the time daydreaming. This is where we get our downloads. So if we don't schedule in in our downtime, number one, we're going to burn the fuck out. I can already tell you that. I have done it. Um, and burnout is real. Uh, if you schedule in your downtime, you allow space for the juice to come in. So scheduling that downtime, super, super important. And then um, the last one, just as we talked about scheduling in our downtime, you've got to schedule in your creativity. Now, before you say, that's not how it works for me. What if I'm not inspired? I have to wait till I'm inspired. I'm going to call BS on that. We don't have to wait to be inspired. Um, I think Picasso said, uh, um, inspiration is for novices or something like that. Inspiration finds you showing up to the canvas. So in that same way, we cannot wait to be inspired. Here's the other way I like to think about, about scheduling and your creativity. Um, I have been married, like, you know, I've been married a couple times, just two, but uh, for a long periods of time, like 15 years relationship, each one. And I can tell you, and anybody can tell you who's been in a long-term relationship that at one point, you know, the crazy hot passion that you start with kind of wanes a little bit. And then in order to keep that up, you've got to do what? You've got to schedule in sex, right? And at first you're like, oh, I don't want to schedule in sex. We have to just wait till it hits us. No, no, actually you can schedule in sex until I can tell you, you can have just as much fun as you did before, but you do have to prioritize it. In the same way, you need to schedule in your creativity because I don't know about you, but I can think of all, and listen, I'm a professional artist. I do this shit for a living. Like it happens to me too. I have to schedule in my creativity because otherwise I'll be like, oh no, I really need to go pick up that thing at the grocery store or, oh, I should really do that load of laundry first, or I should really get that cobweb out of the corner. Happens to all of us. But if you schedule in your creativity, you're like, nope, my creativity, I'm scheduling it from two to six today. Or I know some of you are like late night creative people. Some of you, you know, work from 10 PM till 2 AM, something like that. But scheduling in your creativity is really important. Now, all of these things, regardless of what they are, all of these things are what we are going for to keep us in alignment with our truest selves. You know, when we were kids, we knew what we loved. We, we didn't have all of the pressures that we do as adults, but we want to come back to the truest realist, highest expression of ourselves. And by staying in alignment, that's what we can do. So hopefully all of these things that I've talked about today will help you stay in alignment as well. Also, I just want to tell you that if you are considering joining me for any um, sort of way that I can support you in your business as an artist, I am here to do that. So until next time, take good care of yourselves and each other. Peace out.
All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of season one of the Honest Art Podcast. It's been a blast telling some of my personal stories, providing y'all with tips on how to grow your art business, and sharing some talented artists that I absolutely love with all of you. So mark your calendars though, because we will be back with season two on August 1st. But whatever you do, please keep creating. The world needs what only you have to offer. Peace out.